0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook?
2: Yep. It's got a high res 120 hertz display,
1: plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. it Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. We base that completely on absolutely very little substantial information.
0: Just vibes and literally the per 60 stat of 60 minutes exactly. (laughs)
1: Hey everybody, this is Too Many Men. We are back. My name is Allison Lucan, and as always, it is the highlight of my day to start it with the intrepid branching out, I'm gonna use that as a teaser, soon to be hitting your content streams in multiple ways, ever brilliant style queen, Sarah Sivian. Sarah, how are you today? Yeah,
0: the style queen is not so stylish today. I am very hungover. This is going to be an interesting episode, folks. We need to do like a challenge where we stay sober for a month.
1: (laughs) Who's with me in the the listeners? Do we? we No,
0: probably not.
1: (laughs) And of course, too many men would be nothing without... Our merch queen, our clothing creative, our hairstyle queen extraordinaire, and because hockey is back, you go to her for every key play you want to see on the social, Shayna Goldman of The Athletic. Shayna, say hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. good. I'm not hungover today.
2: I saved that for uh, Saturday, and just so you guys know, I decided to snap my friend and went on a rant on that we as a society have moved past coontails in hairstyling so as your hairstyling expert i have to inform the world and i forgot i did that and got a message earlier repeating it back to me but i mean that's what i did
1: so i feel your pain sarah and, and, and now we know why we just have Shane only say hi in the intro no, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs>
2: Look, it's Our... an important conversation to have. Um, can I add though? It was nice to hear the countdown cuz I thought we were done with that this season. I'm very I was, it was very heartwarming to hear the countdown return from you. Well, people the people don't hear that. I know, but we hear that. Oh, why is it so rewarding to you? It's funny to me cuz it's like we have to try to like stay serious and like we attempted to do the countdown when we had to do it without you and like we could not get through it. Yeah, you
1: are not <laughs> capable. Well, folks, Um, It is officially NHL hockey season. Technically, there were games last week in Europe, but let's be real. The hockey started in North America this week. And so because of that, we are gonna spend the bulk of this episode on looking across the league, giving you our thoughts division by division. But before that, of course, we have to hit you with our usual segments. And first up, Sarah Sivian's favorite. What is it, Sarah? Bitter news. Yes, folks, it is bit-o-news, and we uh, went pretty deep into the Hockey Canada scandal uh, last week. Um, We're still working on getting a deeper dive into that that we will do as a standalone episode, but this week, just a bit of news um, with the continued bleeding of sponsorship, including Bauer, um, that continued to happen uh, over the course of the start of this week. Uh, Finally, uh, this week, it was announced that Hockey Canada CEO Scott smith is no longer a part of the governing body and that they are removing the entire board to allow for a new slate of directors and i'm using uh, the report as written by theathletic.com i think we all knew that this needed to happen Sometimes you need to just clean house to change up things and make a challenge to be better. Um, I appreciate personally that a lot of the sponsors are still waiting to see what comes of this. But again, from a o News perspective, Shana, what was your reaction?
2: Uh, money talks. It's so clear that that's what they reacted to first. I honestly didn't think this was going to happen yet. I figured like they'd wait for some of the reviews to come in and then go from there. Um, It's a good sign that there's going to be change from Skinner to Smith to the rest of the board like I do think that's super important Um, Even more important is going to be who replaces them so we'll have to see how that process unfolds and if it's you know things like nepotism and uh, Hockey men who have been around forever and have no actual experience in change, you know It'd be nice to see different perspectives that they clearly need but this is why I think it's good we didn't just change to Canada hockey, like hockey Canada is legitimately changing. So it's a step in the right direction. Sarah, what about you? Yeah, that was kind of a
0: cop out of a name too, to call it Canada hockey. Like, (laughs) I guess we'd get a little more creative if we were doing that. But I, I totally agree about, it's all dependent on who is replacing these people, right? I got responses to some tweets that I did about it that were like, you need, we need more women in there. And it's like, we had a woman in there and she was bad. So need better people that are more, capable of systemically, like, solving issues.
1: 100%. So we'll keep tabs on what's going on there. And again, um, we're still working on an episode for you uh, that will be worth the wait. Um, that was our bit on news. But folks, if it isn't obvious, um, unfortunately... We have some additions to the shit list. Uh, We're not going to spend a ton of time on these um, because some of them are still developing. Uh, The first bit of news is that um, according to um, a a Twitter account report, um, Ian Cole has uh, faced some accusations of sexual abuse and grooming. Um, he is currently permanently suspended from the league, pending an inv- investigation. It is paid leave because the NHL does not have a sexual assault or abuse policy at this time. Uh, we, I don't know that we know when the hearing is. I apologize. I, I know Emily Kaplan has been on top of this. We recommend you follow her for the latest. Um, but obviously, this is excessively troubling. We don't have a lot to say until we see the pending results. Um, we hope that it is thorough and that it is uh, honoring the truth and that it is pre- as presented. Um, Sarah, any comment on the Ian Cole investigation as it is currently ongoing?
0: Yeah, it just sucks. Um, we have to be careful about thinking, oh, this guy is a good guy because he gives a good interview or something like that. And of course, the investigation is still pending and there. He could it, it could be it's an anonymous Twitter account. So I don't know. But they, I hope that they do a thorough investigation and get to the bottom of this and just a reminder to be careful about calling somebody that you don't really know a good guy
1: yeah i mean i covered ian cole in columbus and actually shana will appreciate this one of my most popular articles was about we don't measure defense properly and featured prominently throughout it is ian cole because he was a great interview but um A great interview doesn't necessarily speak to who someone is as a whole person just like a podcast doesn't speak to who each of us are wholly either so um yeah shana your thoughts on the ian cole situation
2: um i think it's encouraging that the lightning and the nhl are actually you know swiftly handling this and that he is suspended yes he's getting paid and yes they need a domestic violence policy and a sexual assault policy and that is another issue in itself but um The fact is, he's not playing, which, again, it's a privilege to play in the NHL. We talk about this all the time. It really, truly is. And if you can't be a decent human being, you don't deserve it. The bar is so low for what you don't need to do. Um, We're not asking for that much. And this isn't someone like something like, oh, before your playing career, you did something shitty you made up for. This is a different conversation entirely. Um, Do I think he would have been suspended pending investigation if he was a very good player? Or... It's either everybody is not surprised by this because they look at it and go, oh, it's Ian Cole, and then that's why you move forward. Or it's, well, he's a depth player who fucking cares, you know? We can make a statement and by doing this now for him. Uh, but either way, it is it is something. There is a very small grain of salt. Like, okay, they're actually suspending him. He doesn't get to play until it's handled. And hopefully it is handled, and like you said, they get to
1: the truth of all this. And we have, unfortunately, one other uh, shit list entry. Uh, This weekend was a rough one, folks. Um, The AHL's Bakersfield Condors fired their head athletic trainer, Chad Drown. That's an unfortunate name. Sunday, (laughs) hours after he was arrested, um, I'm reading a report from Front Office Sports. Uh, He was arrested in a decoy operation in the southern end of California's Central Valley. Um, He is facing two felony counts and one misdemeanor after an arrest related to his attempt to set up a meeting with a minor with the intent to commit a sex action. A department spokesperson from the Kern County Sheriff's Department told Front Office Sports. Uh, The Condors are an affiliate of the Edmonton Oilers. Again, this is shitty, hence the shit list. Um, But I don't wonder if we're maybe starting to be at the cusp of what should be the no tolerance level and perhaps being more thorough and intentional in setting a standard for what culture needs to be i by no means think we're fixing everything today but as sucky as this is is this the beginning of change i don't know um sarah it was rough uh our chat was certainly buzzing which is kind of like what the f are we doing here folks but Sarah, when you heard this news and you're looking at kind of the whole scope of, of hockey right now, what was your reaction?
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's hard to hear all this stuff, but this stuff has always been happening. And the fact that we actually are hearing about it now is hopefully some sort of reckoning. I'll believe it when I see it. But at the same time, it does seem like even though there's no sexual abuse policy in the NHL, it does seem like there's more of a protocol now and that like we are taking this stuff seriously and reporting it so it's encouraging that it's coming out but it's still very
2: hard to hear Shayna, it was a long week like <laughs> it's it's you know it, it and it's we, wednesday <laughs> oh my god lemon it's wednesday oh my god um we were we were talking about it with the hockey canada stuff the other day like how they were saying like you know this isn't this is not just a Hockey Canada problem, it's like a world problem, it's a, it's an everything problem, and I love how, like, everyone's like, oh, okay, but, you know, it is, it's, it's a problem in, in the environment, in the society, it's a problem in hockey, it's a problem in Hockey Canada, and we're just seeing it more and more in hockey, that it's like, what, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's at every single level, It it's, it's just ridiculous, and, like, something has to change, and I hope this is like, like you both said, like that reckoning that hockey needs because it's constant. So at least we're hearing about them. Things are happening with them. That's encouraging, even though it's like mind boggling to hear about something new every day, but it, I really hope this is like a start of a trend that things are gonna start improving
1: anything because it's a lot. This is just, it's, it's so much. It is so much, um, but here we are. Um, And I would just, final note on this, encourage our fellow uh, colleagues in journalism to remember to report when someone is a child versus a woman and make sure that you're being true to what the accusations are. Um, With that, friends, there's hockey. Wow, what's that? (laughs) So there is hockey, it is starting. I know that uh, the first, Uh, Two official games went off Tuesday night. Those were fun. um, And now it starts to get crazy. Uh, If you want a team-by-team preview, sure, you can go find that on any other podcast. But here at Too Many Men, we do it our own way. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go division by division. We're going to pick who we think is going to win each division. And then we're gonna pick, if we wish, our favorite storyline and any surprises that we see coming out of the division as a whole. So we're gonna go division by division. And we have been a little bit accused of some East Coast bias in the past. We all have come from covering Metro teams historically. So let's change it up. Let's start with the Atlantic, I say. Uh, The Atlantic Division, um, Sarah, who do you have? to win the division, and what storylines are you following out of those eight teams?
0: Um, oh, I'm going to say Toronto Maple Leafs win the division, and I'm following along with Matt Murray. I really want to see if he this is his year to kind of come back and finish his career in a good note.
1: Any surprises, or dare I ask, who you think is going to disappoint?
0: Um. I'm worried about the Panthers, guys. I'm sorry, yeah, I, yeah. I'm worried. There's a lot of moving parts there and factors. I don't know if they have the right coach. I'm sorry, um, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm surprised about their off season. So they'll say that.
1: Which, which is the most surprising?
0: Um, oh, I don't know, I, <laughs> I, I think the Panthers because they won the president's trophy and then it's like now I'm
2: confused about what they're doing.
1: Shayna, where are you on the
2: Atlantic Division? So I'm going to agree. This is uh a pro-Maple Leafs podcast wow, today. They're winning How the How does this affect the Leafs? Yes. Uh, they are winning the division, but the question, of course, it, the regular season doesn't fucking matter for the Maple Leafs. They're making the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, the world's gonna combust anyway at this point. It's what they do in the playoffs that's gonna matter. So it it literally does, it literally does not matter at all. I think Matt Murray's going to be fine. I want to see what Matthews does. Oh. I want to see what Nylander does this year. Um, I want Mitch Marner on defense in tight situations when they need a goal. Love them, yes. hate them. They're always interesting. I don't give a shit. Uh, but just mute certain writers that make you want to rip your hair out. So oh, and we're big John Tavares fans. Can we for a sec like we love oh my God. John yeah. Tavares today? we do
1: okay so i have a a serious question before we before i make my pick okay legitimately why are we so all in on toronto over tampa bay i think i think the sorelli injury is going
2: to hurt tampa Mm -hmm. bay in the beginning and i think that's that's something like their depth is going to hurt them a little bit that i feel like they're going to make the playoffs but they're just not going to have that president's trophy potential season you know i think that they're they're a playoff team. I like I don't think it matters to them. They're gonna make the playoffs. Like that's fine. I feel like they're a lock. The Leafs are a lock. The Panthers will probably make it. And then the team I feel like maybe we're sleeping on is Boston. Like I get it. They have a lot of injuries to start, and that's gonna hurt them too. But like David Krejci's back, and he's gonna play with Pasternak, and then when you have that healthy decor, like I feel like everyone's not talking about them enough. But I feel like from the regular season alone, the Leafs should if they're not first place i feel like that's a disappointment to them that's one disappointment to get things get it rolling before the playoffs even start
1: i think it's high i mean look I, as i look at the list of teams i'm probably picking toronto too but you i'm i'm impressed with both of your like lack of concern over the goaltending honestly i just think they they don't need much
0: like <laughs> yeah that, that, no that's, the, that's exactly <laughs> it like i see i saw it happen with um The Carolina Hurricanes, where it's like they didn't have the best goalies in the world, but they had such good defense that they just need to be above average. And Matt Murray's been great uh, behind good teams.
2: Yeah. And like Sam Sonoff is good too. So it's like, he can be good. I don't think, I I shouldn't say he's good. He can be good behind a good team with the right. I think in Washington, I think leaving the Capitals had to be a wake up call for him because like he was projected to be like their goalie of the future and it all went wrong and a lot of it was like self inflicted. So, I feel like that they'll be fine. You had Jack Campbell, who was incredible, and then disastrous. Like, so bad. And they still were so high in the division. So, if they can just get that one level of average, they'll be fine, in theory. Yeah.
0: I hear in you. In theory. Like, I'm totally in agreement. I think Tampa Bay just has had so much... I don't know how to say it. I'm trying to... I'm hungover, folks. I, I think they've just been going so far and so hard for so long that it's like is this the year that they don't make it to the stanley cup final but still make the playoffs i think so
1: they still have
2: corey perry though they're going to the stanley cup final i cannot
1: i cannot (laughs) oh my god i know all right so who who where does where does where do buffalo and detroit fall out they're they're the fun
2: ones i i think detroit's interesting like they definitely did a lot Buffalo is that wild card. They're fun. Things are trending up. Like I want to see Buffalo, above all else, be that disruptor. And then you have Ottawa too. Right. Like well, we've yeah. I, I I'm intrigued by it. I wonder if they could take a Metro team out of the wild card spots because for a while it feels like they belong to the Metro. If there can be that cutoff and like two Atlantic teams make it, that would be fun.
1: Yes, and I am actually here for. You know, we talk about trends that come out of of Stanley Cups. But I am here, we've talked about this before, this like burgeoning trend that Buffalo seems to be at the front of, which is signing your young talent for what they're supposed to be, not retroactively. Con- if this works, this could shake up the whole compensation strategy, particularly as the cap starts to rise. That's going to be fascinating yeah. to me.
2: How many people today were like, I don't know who Matias Samuelson is, and it's like, you just locked up a defenseman who they expect to be a top four defenseman for $4.3 million on average for seven years. That is fucking fantastic. That's a contract in three years you could look at and be like, holy shit. And it's not, look who's in their front office. Sam Ventura is maybe one of the smartest people in hockey. Look Mm -hmm. at everything he did in Pittsburgh. He joined them right before their back-to-back cups. Like, they are building a, and he's not the only one there, but they are building something really with their data-driven insights. And it looks like management's really listening, so... We're a fan of that. 100%. 100%. <laughs> all
1: right. So, hey, see, look, Leafs, we love you. We've all picked you. Yay. All right. Stick east, then we'll swing west because, hey, folks, I'm out west. So don't think we're not we are going to ignore you. Metro Division, Shayna Goldman. This, I want to hear your pick. Let's go. Rangers, last night, were the best team out of anyone. That's it. Yeah. They're
2: your baby. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's the Canes to lose. I think that they're gonna have the regular season. Like everyone has them as the number one team in the regular season. I could totally see it. Um, and it then we're gonna start asking the questions, but what about the playoffs? I think that they can win the division. I I think the Rangers and the Penguins are like my three locks for like one, two, three. And and then you have those questions like I think the Islanders are gonna make it. I think they're gonna bounce back. I think they're the team to watch. I don't know if the Devils can do it um, because I still have a couple questions there. My surprise team would be the Capitals. I kind of wonder if they fall off this year, even though they, look, Tom Wilson's out. They addressed it. There's Connor Brown. I think he's a very good player. They don't have a second line center. They have McMichael, who they can promote from within, or Dylan Strome. So they're trying to keep the ship afloat. And I like Darcy Kemper and Ned. I think he's going to be better than anything they had last year between Vanischak and Samsonov. But like... That's the aging core that I'm looking at going, can they keep it up? When you go Pittsburgh, Washington, two aging cores, I go Pittsburgh still.
0: I go Washington just because Ovi has records to Ooh. break, and I think he's going to break them, and I feel like he's on a mission. And he has really – and I know, like, the there's issues with figuring out who's the center and injuries and stuff, but he has been an assist machine recently too. So I'm like, can he do it all? We'll see.
1: I – here's – I am – OV breaks records, but the caps fall off. How about that? That's fair. I like that. So, well. who, so, who's your pick, Sarah? Who's your team out of the Metro?
0: Definitely the Canes. Um, they got better. I mean, can Freddie Anderson stay healthy? The dude's got to play less games in the regular season. I know he like wants to win a Vezina, but like that's not the goal, Freddie. Like take a take a load off and get ready for the playoffs. In my opinion, um, obviously, it's not his hurt he got hurt but it's like the more you play the more you risk that so would like to see him have a full recovery i mean i'm excited to see brent burns in a canes uniform i don't think he's done yet so we shall see but i have the ranger i mean the hurricanes and then i have the rangers like right up there too
2: guess what Shayna? you're going rangers number one i am oh. i'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> I think, I th- no, I honestly think it's fun. Like, I know everyone wants to be like, oh, they were a fluke last year. But, like, oh I think that they team that's going to do whatever it takes to stay high in the playoff mix while their core is at this point. Yeah. Like, their window yeah. is and they not good yesterday. I hate yesterday. that, I hate they that, that looked good. notion that something's a fluke.
0: Like, I do get that sometimes. But they were not a fluke. They just, like, kind of... Got there earlier than expected. They've been building yeah. something, right? And then you've got Shusterkin. Like, well, how are you going to look me in the eyes and say, that's a fluke? You added Vincent Trocheck. Love that. So they're going to pop off.
2: I bet Shusterkin regresses, but if he regresses, I, he'll still, still be a lead. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Oh, do we all of a sudden think he's going to be like a pumpkin? Like, that's it. He's done. Like, then you haven't watched his whole career to the start in the NHL or even before that.
1: 100%. And I think, too, like, and again, it was one game. And I don't know that Carolina is, I, we'll get to this, but Columbus just has now announced, in, Elvis Merzlikens is six, so Daniil Tarasov is going to be in net. So I don't know if what we see out of Carolina tonight, good or bad, is like going to be as much of a statement as what we saw from New York yesterday against Tampa Bay, but New York looked ready. And while I like the moves Carolina made, they still have some other injuries, even with uh, newly acquired players. And I just feel like New York, I mean, for years, we were all saying like, here comes New York. They're going to be good. Look at what they're doing. Look at the moves. And intangibles, I feel like New York is a little bit more locked in right now, totally based on a one game sample, because obviously that's what we but,
2: do like it But you're building too off. I'm sure the playoffs are like friend of mine, too, and 100%. We're, we're people who always throw away the playoffs, like to a point, like you can't yep. take everything. Their five-on-five play was a problem last year. If they get that figured out, we know the power play is going to be good. Even with Trocek there, I think it's going to be better than with Strome. Yeah, he's great, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and if we look at what went wrong last year, it's Panarin didn't have a good right winger, and Strome wasn't doing enough to make up for the fact that they had a weak right right winger. That should be different this year, too. Trocek's a better player. So you have that figured out. You know Zibanejad's great. Kreider, it doesn't matter if he hits 50 goals this year. He can still be effective there. And now if the kids can keep building you have something and the defense too uh you know there's young players there's elite talent in adam fox i think Kandra miller's gonna have like a great year breakout year like there's there's potential from everything they need things to go right but like i don't know it looks like signs are pointing to things staying afloat right there
1: yeah and i i like i feel like the lessons new york learned from getting bounced are more of an upward tick, whereas Mm -hmm. the lessons Carolina learned from getting bounced were more of like, oh shit. That's true. So that's part of my reasoning. Okay, look at that. We base that completely on absolutely very little substantial information.
0: (laughs) Just vibes and literally the per 60 stat of 60 minutes exactly.
1: (laughs) Amazing, all right. Let's move west, my friends. There's hockey in the west. We don't. We don't know that. Shut up. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> rude. 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 Let me tell you the gift that being west and watching all the hockey and not having to stay up till one a.m. is. Let me just tell you, delightful. Oh yeah, so you get to start joyous. at what, like
2: four o'clock. It starts
0: it's for you. It's so
1: good. It's so good.
0: That's such a at, like eight in the morning to watch college
1: football though. Oh, but then you brunch you brunch you it's fantastic i would not i would i would not handle that yeah. very well. well shana you haven't seen 8 a.m in years
2: i <laughs> wake up at 8 a.m for tennis it is the one thing that i will wake up for and then i'm Let's like a zombie just wait till we get to like the australian open when i'm like matches are starting at 11 and then i'm fucking staying up till 5 a.m starts and well shit. that's what i was
1: going to say i would suggest you actually don't wake up at 8 a.m you stay up till 8 that's 8 what i do then...
2: so when the fi- so the, the australian <laughs> open final last year it started at five and like, I stayed up for that, and I made Rich do it too. And he's a person that goes to bed by like 11, 12, wakes up at six. And like, it, I was unwell. I was not well. I, I napped at one point during the match because I, I should have just had extra coffee. But like, that's, that's my MO. I'm not gonna get up. I'm gonna stay up.
1: Sarah, on that theme, who are you gonna get up for in the Central? <laughs> Who's your pick? This is probably one we're all gonna agree. Central uh, Division, Sarah, go. The Blackhawks, just kidding. Um, <laughs> the Avalanche,
0: come on, let's be real. Like, what did they, I mean, they lose Cadre. that's not good, but uh, other than that, it's like they pretty much stayed the same and their core is still young and in their prime, so why not?
1: There you go. Shayna, I doubt you disagree.
2: I am picking, drum roll,
1: Ready. Colorado.
2: Whoa, um, hey. You know what? We're going to talk about their subtractions. Kadri, huge subtraction, no question about it. But I think Abby Newhook's brother, Alex is going <laughs> to be in a good position to succeed as a second line center. We talk about this a lot. If you are an average 2C, but your wingers are elite and we're going to imagine he has two of Landeskog, Rantanen, Lekanen Nichushkin. He gets one of the big 3 no matter what and he gets a disruptor you're in a perfect position to succeed. If there are any questions about the defensive weaknesses he could have at center, which, you know, we know that's talked about a ton, you're going to have Nachushkin or Lekinen. Great position right there. The offensive side, you have Ransanen or Landeskog. I think any player can do well in that position. And if he struggles, they do have Jesse Kompfer's brother to replace him. So either way, I, I like that. Um, and, uh, you know, defense, I think that they have three good pairs, sure. Goaltending, Kemper's gone, but... And Kemper was great in the regular season. I know everyone wants to focus on his postseason, which wasn't very good after the eye injury. Totally agree. But they can get by with average goaltending. They showed that in the playoffs. Again, we're going off the playoffs here. But I think they can legitimately get that. And if you look at Guriev and say, well, look at his numbers, what we do know from him is when he starts in succession a lot and he is not a backup goaltender, he can be very good. When he gets those sparse, you know, games and it's like once every three weeks he's playing, he's going to be shit. So if he's used in a good rhythm i think they'll get average goaltending
1: yeah i was gonna say the goaltending thing doesn't concern me with all due respect to kemper not because of he was bad but that doesn't concern me at all and that's why they are my pick also i mean you've got chicago that's literally trying not to win a single game arizona is literally trying not to win a game um Minnesota just ends up Minnesotaing every single time. Nashville, I think, is going to be my interesting team to watch out of the Central, though, right? Because yeah. I'm very curious to see what becomes of them after last year, which I did think were more surprises, not return to form. But I think Nashville is going to be the wild card in that division, not necessarily technically, but <laughs> like the, the the team to watch for me. Uh, do you guys have any other surprises or storylines you're watching out of the Central? No,
2: definitely I- with you on that on Nashville. I like that too. Like What about the I- Wild
1: though? I think they need a high impact forward,
2: one. And I think Boldy could be it from within. And if Boldy Rossi click, then you kind of replace the Fiala Boldy connection. I still think they might need like a little bit more, but like I like their defense. I think that flurry though like at his age how much are you realistically going to start him in the regular season so it's a lot on sin to like step up we don't know as much about him but if you have elite defense which they do it could be fine um i just want just one impact forward i'm i like i think
1: that's what they're missing just one just, just give me one, just one just one yeah i and like minnesota just always finds a way to get in their own way right like i just i don't know
0: know. he's gonna be a star this year in my opinion hot take alert and i do
1: love flurry i'm not gonna lie i (laughs) want to see him have a good year
0: i hate him (laughs) i don't know one person that's ever said a bad word about him what a legend
2: yeah my surprise team i'm gonna go the other direction is the Blues? I don't think they oh. did enough to that defense, and now Prunovich is hurt, who oh. I think was the potential like wild such, card. Yeah. And you have Bennington as your starter, and you have Price <laughs> no backing yeah. him yeah. up. Like he was not the I starter. I feel they're right on here. the downside. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. he's not good behind a below average defense, which I expect them to have. But I w- like I know we always underrate the Blues because their passing is what makes their offense so dangerous, Ooh. and how they limit passes is what helps their defense, and we can't capture that. In the public sphere and i get that but even with everything we know about them i don't see them exceeding last year
1: i would agree i would agree all right kids last division best division what did you <laughs> i'm saying i'm sorry i just looked at all these teams and most of them <laughs> wow harsh <laughs> i'm sorry pacific division I am going to throw this out first. I'm not going to make my pick for the division, but I am going to say that even though last night's game was hella fun between Vegas and the Kings, I think Vegas falls off this year. That's my prediction. Shayna, who's your pick to win the division? And what's your surprise storyline out of it? Vegas falling off is interesting because this is like the worst team they've had since year one.
2: They've had to make so many subtractions. Um... Okay, the Flames are the easy pick to win the division. I do agree with that. I think what helps them is there's less emphasis on line one and more emphasis on the top six. I think Manji Pani is going to be, you know, total... I don't want to say breakout player because I think he broke out last year, but I think he's going to be, like, one of their most important players. And I think with Kadri there, like, he's going to have an offensive center that he didn't have before. Now they have, like, that true shutdown third line. Like, I like that. I love the addition of Uyghur, and I think that's going to help because... I could see Markstrom falling off, especially after the workload he got last year, which was a little ridiculous. He played, what, like 75% of the games? Like, that's a lot. So if their defense is better and it's less pressure on him, I think that's going to be a good thing. Um,
1: Also, you can't pick Edmonton. Like, that just can't happen on this show. No, No, I am,
0: unfortunately. (laughs) I'm I'm a lot of things. I am outwardly, I don't like them, but I am not biased. And I am picking um, (laughs) them... So you guys
1: it, know this. I, but I Jack Campbell. I don't, like so them, much chaos but I, I don't like them but I am not biased. I
0: don't like them but I'm not biased. The sentence makes sense in my one brain cell
2: right now. You don't like Jack Campbell? I think that he's chaos. I don't I don't dislike yeah. him. I'm rooting for him. I'd like him to be good and I get that if any team can handle chaos and that is Edmonton they had Mike Smith for fuck's sake yeah. but Jack Campbell, the hot and cold, and he's not going to have as much defensive support in Edmonton that he did in Toronto, even if all of the tweaks that they made post-coaching change, like, Hold through, Like, I don't see this being an elite defensive team. I know. I don't think they need it, though. They have
0: two 100-point scorers, so I feel like that yeah. that's going to be enough. But we're, we'll see. I do want to say, Allison, I think the Kraken are my surprise team. I think, hey. like, in a league... In a league where... Who do I sound <laughs> like? Somebody we know.
2: <laughs> that's where my brain went, to.
0: <laughs> but in a league where it's, like, these young fast stars are having their moment i think that the two young boys the young look young (laughs) for snappers (laughs) on the kraken are going to be good i don't think grubauer is going to be as bad as he was last season i think it's an up-and-coming year for him and i don't think they're going to be bad i don't think they're going to make the playoffs but i think they're going to be right there i like i like this pick
1: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I I obviously work for the team, but I will say this is the whole plan, right? Like, it's year two. You're building, you're building. And to get two potentially superstar centers through the draft is literally the dream. Like, that's literally the dream. And I do think Matty Beniers will be in the Calder conversation. I also think he's going to have ups and downs like any rookie does. I mean, you're suddenly playing a ton more games you're traveling you're doing all these things the league will start to figure him out and then he will respond but watching him play like we were talking about the other day like it's it is rare to see a player play like he is playing as early as he is in his nhl career it's it's pretty cool um i think that if they're in the conversation i think that's a great step for them because again they're building this is all by design um I'm picking Calgary simply because I can't pick Edmonton, and also I am with Shayna. I think you have to be balanced. You have to be balanced. If I mean, granted, Dreisaitl was hurt last year, <laughs> <Exactly>. but <clears throat> you can't, you can't Look win what he can on, do on one leg. No, he's got well, I, I understand that, but I'm saying. Again, my theory as to why Colorado was able to win last year is because they were the every leg of the stool was equally balanced, right? The defense, the goaltending, the offense. And I just Edmonton still not there, also, Edmonton. So
2: Yeah. Uh, we didn't well, to the Kraken too. Like I they don't I don't think that they're gonna have that true star player yet. I think Beneers will get there. I think Wright will get there. I feel like it's gonna be like offense by committee. And I love that like that's why the changes, like Last year they had good defense, and obviously the defense is a little different this year without Giordano. But like, they have goal support. They have Burkowski. They have Gord. They have Bjorkstrand. They have McCann. It, maybe they're not these all star players, but I still think that could be three pretty good scoring lines. Like mm-hmm. I think that, and if Wright say plays on the fourth line, like that that's still good. That's still that's something.
1: That's still fine. Yeah. I, yeah. And I love I love the you know if you deploy your forwards properly when you have a solid top nine, like you have a versatility there too, which is not just, I have three deep lines, but like, depending on the matchup, yep. you can change up those lines to challenge your opponents. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I'm excited. And, yeah. and again, like this is a team that is building and I'm here for it. Like that's good. And Grubauer
2: should not be this is that's something right. like we're watching. This is where so math closely. makes sense. Yeah, right. like yeah. everything says he should rebound, and if their defense, even if it's a little bit worse, you know their defense, like he should still be fine. Uh, the only team we didn't talk about though that I still think is a playoff team is the Kings. Like, I think they, yes. they they what did they need this summer? A very good wing, or they got in Fiala. I don't think Fiala is this guy that is this game breaker in in himself, but like with Kopitar and Kempe, that's very good, and I love their second line. So I mean I'm. In, I'm really interested the only thing we love the young defense right we like what they have up front now is goaltending but i think even if it stretches up quick's amazing now he's not shift goalies like they did last year okay quick's back as the starter and it's just stretches like that like i think that they're a really interesting team to watch too and they have the assets to change things if it doesn't work i think they have like the bet they're one of the best positions to improve if need be given like all their assets
1: And they're healthy. And I think, again, kind of like the Rangers, I think this is a group that was building, and what happened to them last year can be a big driver for them to sustain, if not start to improve. I agree. I like the Kings as a pick. Except when they play Seattle. Just kidding. (laughs) Not really. Okay. Um, All right, friends. We end every episode with our favorite game. With apologies to Steven. It's not your birthday anymore, so now we get to call the game what we want still. And that is... Fuck Mary Kill. All right. In honor of the season starting, we decided to pick three team moves that we're going to fuck Mary Kill. And Sarah, you are up first. We've talked about some of these a little bit already, but now you have to categorize them in our game. Number one, Kemper to the Caps. Number two, Campbell to the Oilers. Or number three, Billy Huso. To the Red Wings oh, go. I mean, your goalie
0: makes your biggest impact. I'm gonna have Kemper to the Capitals. I'm gonna marry that. I am going to fuck Campbell to the Oilers. I think he's when he's good, he's good. I like the idea of we get a look at him in a different system and see like how good he really is. You don't get to do that often. And I'll kill the Hughesword to the Red Wings. It's just not like doesn't really
2: matter right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shayna, your takes? I am going to kill Kemper to the Capitals. I think that he's going to be disrespected no matter where he goes. He was with Arizona, and they were an absolute shitstorm, and he was very good. No one paid attention. He was with Colorado, and he was very good. And everyone focuses on, like, a couple bad playoff games because his eye was injured, and... I don't think he's going to get, like, the respect she deserves in Washington because there's that aging core now he has to hold up. Um, so, don't love that for him. Uh, I'm going to fuck Campbell to the Oilers because good, bad, sideways, that crease, even though they have completely changed it, is going to be total chaos. And I do like the idea, like, it's there's no more Mike Smith. It's not two chaotic goalies at once. Like, Campbell's going to be the focus, and I am curious of what he can do because I think that there is potential for him, but... It's that hot and cold thing that I really want to see how it works out. Um, and I don't love the contract, so I don't want to commit to that. And I will actually marry Huso to the Red Wings. Um, he was very good in St. Louis. He earned the starters net. I think the playoffs, he had, like, one bad game and everyone, like, jumped at it. And because they had Bennington they could do that. If not, he would have gotten a chance to, like, shake that off. Um, but I like the contract. I think he was going to get – I kind of assumed he would get the biggest contract of the goalies that were on the market, and he didn't. And I think it's like a good gamble to make. And if you look past just last year, everyone will go, what has he done at the NHL level? Like he has a good career to this point that I'm interested to see how he does. And I think a little bit better goaltending in Detroit with some improved defense, like there's potential there. So I like it for them and for him.
1: I am going to kill... Campbell to the Oilers because honestly I just it's just going to be even though it's different like you said Shayna it's just going to be one more year of the narrative of goaltending in Edmonton and I'm exhausted and I just cannot so I don't want to hear about it anymore so I'm going to kill that I'm marrying Huso to the Red Wings too because I like it and I like the Red Wings like when is Stevie going to start like the big push, right? But let's see it. And this is another piece. And I, I feel that could be a sustainable option. Where some of these are more like, we're in transition. We're trying to find someone to fill our net. Like who could it be? Like this has the most intention behind it. If that makes sense of any of these moves. Um, and therefore, I will fuck Kemper to the caps um, because I like Darcy Kemper. And I do think it's gonna be fun, and I think he won't get railed upon as much, because he is playing behind, even though we kind of see them on the downswing, it's still a good team, and so it's not gonna be like hanging on him. I think people are gonna be able to be realistic about what's happening in front of him as well as what he's doing. I'm saying this about hockey fans, I'll take it back immediately. Um, But there you go, we all three went completely different. Two in a row like that. We're at it again. I know, how about it, how about it? All right, my friends, the season is upon us. Before we get into it, in full, is there anything I missed for this week's episode? No. <laughs> Thanks, Shayna. You're welcome. Sarah, is there anything we missed?
0: No, I think we covered it all. We actually talked hockey, which is surprising and great for us. So love that. <laughs> Getting back into the swing of things here. Going to watch the big games tonight. Very excited.
2: Very excited. We're all going to have Leafs tabs on all the screens tonight. That's all we're watching. The only teams we care about tonight. Shane, I'm
1: literally on TV in a few hours.
2: Right, isn't that national tonight? No. I thought they were the late game on TNT.
1: Well, I have a pregame show starting at six. Oh so. no, it's Blackbox yeah.
2: ads. I'm sorry. I thought I was actually going <laughs> to ask you tonight too. Like you're not, okay, sorry. No, we'll be, <laughs> excuse me. As Allison, you already know this. We're having Allison again on the screen tonight, so all my friends can sit there because we watched, It's Wednesday, so you know wrestling. They'll all be here. I can. They could be like your friends are there. I'm like yeah, yeah. They all love it. They all. They <laughs> After all... the mad disrespect, though, that's just Honestly, I really thought they were the TNT game tonight. I didn't realize how many late games there are. Yes, including the Kraken, the Kraken against the Ducks tonight. The marquee matchup. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's smart. right. I'll be. I'll, I'll. Don't worry. I'll take some gifs of you moving pictures of you oh you God. know i'm on my shit. <sighs> we all right my friends on that note <laughs> i meant the leafs of the marquee matchup of the early hours okay that's good, what good it is because we love them we love the leafs pro leafs podcast good, <laughs> good not too many leaves the new name of the podcast
1: not too many not leafs. too many leaves <laughs> never <laughs> All right, my friends, we appreciate all you listening. As the season gets underway, we are going to be transitioning to two shows a week, and we can't wait to keep bringing you hockey analysis, BITSO news, um, and the shit list as we need to. But uh, hockey in the NHL is here. We can't wait to break it down with you all season long. If you aren't already, please follow us on social. We are at 2 underscore much underscore man. You can find links to our merch there. Buy your Too Many Men merch. Sweet, sweet hoodies for the sweet, sweet fall season are there and ready waiting to be on your body check it out Um, and until we talk next time be kind to each other and we will see you soon love you bye